Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I could have put in the I'm not wearing pants part. I can still put it in. <laughs> okay, thank you. I don't remember how I started my podcast. Oh. I can't remember the name of my podcast. Forging your own path. Okay. <laughs> it's been too long. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Unconventional Gal, Forging Your Own Path with me, your host, Cherokee. It took me a minute. I'm a little rusty, you guys. It has been over a year since I've done a podcast. This is incredible. I also am in my new house, in my new setup. I don't have to hold my microphone anymore. None of you guys can see me, so none of this makes any difference to you. But to me, this is a really big deal because I'm a hand talker, so I'm actually talking with my hands instead of shuffling the microphone all around. So it is very exciting. Um, If you guys follow me on social media, you know or you knew that I was coming back. If you do not, then this is a hopefully welcome surprise in your little podcast library. But I missed you guys. I missed podcasting. I do not make any money off of this podcast, but I just missed it as a hobby. And I decided for my own mental health, being able to vent and talk about things and, um, I don't know, just do this fun, creative outlet of a thing. I have decided to bring it back. That being said, if anybody wants to sponsor a podcast episode, (laughs) I am happily accepting sponsorship. You can sponsor one episode. You can sponsor many episodes. I'm going to be starting to make these regularly again. My goal is to do two a month. So one every other week on, what does my schedule say? On Wednesdays. Wednesdays, my friends, will be the new day for the unconventional gal. I think I was doing Wednesdays before. I was just doing them every week, which was a lot. Now that COVID is not raging, I have a life again. So anyway, today I do not actually have a, uh, I don't know, an overarching topic as I usually do. Today is just going to be a catch back up podcast so you guys can kind of know what has been happening in my life for the last year and I can get back in the flow of making podcasts again. I'm actually, I usually used to do one podcast per week at a time. I never recorded podcasts like multiple episodes in one sitting. Today is going to be a little bit different. Um, My beautiful husband, yes, husband, I did get married. My beautiful husband is trying to, uh, sorry if my chair is squeaky. I never had a, a chair before doing podcasts. So if you guys can hear it in the background, apologies. It is not sounds coming out of my body. It is just a squeaky office chair. Anyways, back to my beautiful husband. He is trying to clean up his chops with the editing and the mixing and all of that. So I'm giving him a bunch of podcasts to work on. And because of that, we're recording three of them in one day. So I don't know really why you need to know that, but I just felt like, I don't know, you're my friends and you're hanging out with me and I don't want to be deceitful. So (laughs) I don't know if you guys can hear that, but we have a front, um, a front door 
sensor, a ring camera, if you will, and it has chimes on it. So this is going to be a whole new experience now recording this new podcast in my new home, in a new neighborhood with new sounds and new things. So please bear with me. This is why I'm doing more of a catch-up podcast in my first podcast back so that we can work out these kinks and you guys can give me feedback on feedback. <laughs> Sebastian feedback. Um, you can give me feedback on what worked, what didn't work, what you love, what you hate. Um, you know, what you want, might want me to change moving forward because we are ever evolving and the things that we like to hear sometimes change. Where do I even start? So many things have happened in the last year. So let's first start with my new house because I talked about this podcast being done in a new place. One thing I did want to ask y'all, please give me feedback, whether it's on social media or email me or message me. If you have my phone number, text me. I'm just curious if you guys want to see me do video again. I was doing the full unedited podcast on my YouTube channel. So you could get the version here where like my drink breaks and all of that were edited out, or you could get the full uncut whatever hour on YouTube. I don't know how many people actually watched it over on YouTube. I think now with Spotify, so many things have changed since I started doing this. But I think with Spotify now, you can actually listen to or watch podcasts. I could actually upload the video onto Spotify. So if anybody's interested in that, right now I'm actually um, full hair and makeup done because I work today. I'm wearing a bra and a shirt and no pants. I'm sitting here in my underwear. So today probably wouldn't be the best day to film. I also am kind of in a room where it's a little bit of an awkward angle to film. So if you guys really want to see it, I can work it out. I can make it happen, but I'm not going to do it if nobody wants to watch it. So please let me know. There's going to be a lot of feedback I'm going to want to get from you guys, at least in these first couple of, of episodes. So please let me know on socials. If you listen, I do read all of my comments, all of my messages. Best way to get me to read something is to actually send a message and not a comment, but I do still try to read everything. So yes. Anyways, back to the house. So James and I bought and moved into our new house on March 1st of this year. We are very excited. We bought it from James's stepdad. And so it's a house that we were very familiar with that has been in the family for a long time. It was built in 1969. It's beautiful. It's 2,400 square feet. We have four bedrooms and three bathrooms. It's a little big for us, but because it was family, it made sense for us to move into it. And plus, because we both have jobs where we work from home, he has an office. I have an office. We have a spare room and then, or a guest room, and then we have our bedroom. So it's not like we just have like four empty rooms collecting dust. We do not have children as you know, if you've listened to this podcast, we do not plan on having children. So the rooms are more for our work than for little humans. We also, which is the most exciting part, this is where I wish that a podcast had video, but I probably will make a YouTube video giving you guys a tour of the house at some point. We also have a, we call it the rec room. It's a giant room. It has a full bar with four bar stools. It has a keg built into it or like a kegerator, I guess. So you can have a keg. It's a beer tap, essentially. There's a whole back bar. We have all of our alcohol bottles back there. There's actually an ice cream bar built into the bar. So there's like pumps for hot fudge and chocolate sauce. And there's little scoopy things where you can put pineapple and maraschino cherries. And there's actually a little freezer where you can put the ice cream and a little like water thing where you can keep your ice cream scoop warm. It's I, it's incredible. We also have a poker table. We have a pool table. We have music back there. Our housewarming party is going to be in June. And I'm really excited. 
none of you are invited because that would be way too many people here. Well, actually, I don't know. Maybe some of my friends listen to this. So maybe some of my IRL friends that are listening will be at my housewarming party. Don't you worry. I'll be posting lots of pictures. If you guys want to see pictures and video and all of that, make sure to follow my socials for that. You know what? It sounds so stupid and so douchey saying my socials, but alas, here we are, the age of social media. But anyways, if you want to see the fun stuff, follow me on all those things. Oh, and in case you're new to my podcast and you don't know who the hell I am, I am at the Cherry Doll Face on pretty much everything except TikTok, but who cares about TikTok, really? Side note, through COVID, I started making makeup fail videos, like, you know, just things that we all can relate to. Like you do your eyeliner on one side and it's perfect and you try to do the other side and it's terrible. So you go back and forth and then your eyeliner is like up to your eyebrows. That's an example. The other day I made one and posted it. I posted it on Instagram and on Facebook just fine. Basically, it was like, you know, you have a little tiny bump on your face and you pick, 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 pick until it becomes a giant wound. And then somehow that feels satisfying. Well, in the video, I'm picking at it, fake picking. I'm quoting. I'm doing air quotes right now. I'm picking at my face with like, first it's a metal extractor and then a pair of scissors and then like an actual kitchen knife. It's a parody. I wasn't actually picking picking my face. And the whole point of the video is to say like how stupid it is to do how stupid it is to do that, right? So I post it to TikTok and TikTok says that they can't post it because there's sirens. There's sirens. TikTok police are coming to take me away. You know what? This isn't ASMR. It doesn't matter. You guys can listen to the sirens in the background. I live in a city. There's going to be noise. Anyways, so TikTok says it violates their community standards because it promotes unsafe challenges. Like as if I'm telling young children to stab yourself in the face with a knife. Meanwhile, all of the actual unsafe challenges that have actually led to the deaths of kids are still on there. I just need to vent. Nothing's going to change it. Nothing's going to make me feel better about it. But a little vent does help. So thank you. Thank you for allowing me that vent. Freaking TikTok, man. Anyways, if you do want to follow me on TikTok, I'm cherry.dollface on TikTok. But really, most of everything you're going to see there, you're going to see on Instagram and Facebook first. So to you, TikTok. All right, back to my house. Um, Our house needs a lot of work. Like I said, it was built in 69. It was remodeled in the 90s. So a good portion of it is not our taste, to put it kindly. It's very ugly, <laughs> but also the bones are amazing. And the the main living areas still have the 60s stuff. So there's a lot of cool stuff preserved, like our ice cream bar. That room was actually built onto the house in the 70s. So we're going to keep the 70s vibes. We're going to make it super swank, like sexy 70s velvet paintings and maybe paint the walls eventually, like maybe dark jewel tones. We have a, a mustard colored couch and like lamps with fringe and it's yeah it's gonna be mega cool so you're definitely gonna want to follow along there but we're just kind of slowly but surely repairing stuff that needs repaired I am super lucky I have a super handy husband and he has been um just putting along do you guys want a homeowner podcast curious I can get into more detail about the house if y'all would like to hear about it um and maybe do it a little bit further down the road when we've done more repairs and stuff talk about just the process that we went through I don't know let me know if you want to hear it so also I should back up a little bit because I said my husband and the last time I made a podcast I was saying my boyfriend we did get married 
I know I did a podcast about marriage and about how I wasn't interested in getting married again, but life circumstances change. My health changed a little bit. I was diagnosed with a rare sleep disorder last year. That is a very common precursor to Parkinson's and my grandpa has Parkinson's. So I have uh, a very, very high probability of having either Parkinson's or early onset degenerative brain diseases. So uh, I might need a caretaker a little earlier than I thought. And unfortunately in the country that we live in, it's very difficult to be the person to make those decisions unless you go through, you know, long uh, legal process to be able to do that. And also I needed health insurance that was reliable. I had just our state funded health insurance and my husband has a, a normal nine to five job with real health insurance. So that was some of it. And also we just wanted to get married. So take that. <laughs> but the conversation was really started when I was diagnosed with the sleep disorder. Also, if you guys want to hear more about that, about my ongoing health stuff, this has been a wild year with health stuff. I had a lung biopsy. I had, I am actually having a sleep, another sleep clinic test next weekend, this coming weekend for narcolepsy. So that's super fun. So if you guys want to hear about my ongoing <laughs> health struggles, I don't know exactly how fun that would be, but I don't know, maybe I could kind of just like walk you through what I've been through in the last year and how to advocate for yourself and for your health and deal with insurance and all of those things. I'm asking you guys, you, you should be, you should have a notepad out right now with things to yay or nay me on for future podcasts. So James and I got married. We got married in October. We just uh, did a little Airbnb in Palm Springs. It was, had a pool, a beautiful backyard with like a little, I don't want to say tiki because mm, tiki, but it was kind of a tiki looking area, tropical looking area, I guess. And there were 15 people. We just had little benches and my grandpa, we didn't really do like an aisle walk per se, but my grandpa walked me out to James. It was very touching. There were lots of tears and it was honestly like the most beautiful weekend of my life. All the people that mattered were there and it was really sweet. And James winged his vows, which I was so nervous because he's kind of shy, especially in front of like standing up in front of people, but he murdered it. Like I could not have asked for better vows. They were very sweet. I'm not going to tell you exactly what they said because that's nobody's business, but he did a really, really good job. I, of course, meticulously planned mine and wrote them down and made sure that there were equal laughs and equal cries. And he just like flew by the seat of his pants and it was amazing. So yes, so we are now officially married. And I think the most, the most happiest, most happiest thing about us getting married, not the most happiest thing, the best thing about us getting married is being married, but kind of a little cherry on the top is that my last name previously was Jackson. I've changed my name a couple of times because I've been married a couple of times. <laughs> but also my, my mom, this is a very complicated explanation. I don't know if I've done a podcast on adoption yet. I do not think that I have. But I was actually adopted when I was two by my dad that raised me. He wasn't in the picture until I was two because he wasn't the person that gave me life. So when I was born, I actually took my mom's maiden name which came from my grandpa, who was the man that walked me down the aisle, who is basically like my dad. And his last name was Johnson. 
and James's last name is Johnson. So I essentially went full circle back to the last name that I had when I was born that was on my birth certificate. So it was kind of a magical thing to be able to go back to Johnson. And um, for those of you that follow me on socials, you will know this is where I'm going to try to make this part fast because I don't want to start crying. Um, my grandpa got sick about a year ago. He was diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer and he just passed away last week. And um, he was still alive when I changed my name, my last name to Johnson. And I was very proud that I was able to do that. And we were able to share the same last name for a little while. Okay, I'm starting to get emotional, so I'm going to have to move on. I'm thinking about maybe doing a podcast about my grandpa and about grief in the future. I'm not ready for it right now. It's still a very, very fresh, open, hot, bleeding wound. But if anybody would be interested, I know I've done podcasts before talking about grief in certain aspects, but I kind of want to do one specifically about my own grief and how I'm processing and dealing with it. I think it might be... I don't know, cathartic for me and maybe help other people. Like I said, I was really close to my grandpa. I know a lot of people, I mean, everybody has grandparents, <laughs> right? It's the nature of life. Not everybody is super close to their grandparents, but my grandpa was more like my dad. So I think it might be a helpful podcast for those of you that have gone through the loss of parents maybe, or are going through, you know, a, a parent being terminally ill. So let me know if that's something you would be interested in. I feel like literally after everything that I'm telling you that is new in my life, I'm telling you, let me know if you want to hear about it. <laughs> so yeah, just, I guess, let me know. First of all, so you guys know, my husband has a stupid fridge in this room that's humming. I'm going to actually go unplug it. Hold, please. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back. And that was a perfect time for a sponsorship break. So I don't even know if I'm getting ads anymore through Anchor, but they always want you, or I guess it's not Anchor anymore, it's Spotify now, but they always want you to put a little break in the middle of your podcast. So just so you guys know, that's why I do it. That's why everybody that makes podcasts, if you ever hear like, let's take a break. Okay, we're back. And there's nothing in the middle. It's because they actually require you to kind of build a break in there. So if they want to put ads in there, they can just a way to make the monies. Hopefully, companies will hear this podcast and want to sponsor. Oh, and I didn't even continue talking about sponsorship. If anybody has a company that you want to sponsor a podcast, it's not super expensive to do it directly through me. I just give you a 30-second shout out about your company and your website and blah, blah, blah. If you like make hair flowers or I don't know, anything that you think my, my listener base might like to hear about, um, that's definitely something we can arrange. So email me. I am the only cherry doll face at gmail.com. Also, if you want to give me any feedback for any of the million questions I've asked on this podcast, you can email me at that same email. It will be also in the show notes. So like I was saying, this is today is going to be a shorter podcast because it's not doesn't have a, an overarching topic. It's just kind of a life catch up. But uh, all the new ones should be about the same length 
as the old ones. My podcasts have always varied from like 40 minutes to over an hour, so I'm never going to have them exactly the same amount of time. But yeah, this one will be on the shorter, shorter end. So what else happened? Oh, before we got married last fall, we went to France and it was amazing. And everyone was like, oh, is that your like pre-wedding honeymoon? We actually had planned our France trip pre-COVID. So we were supposed to go to France May 2020. Everything got canceled and we had just waited to rebook everything. We just happened to rebook it for September last year. And then after we rebooked, we decided to get married. So we just joked that we were taking the honeymoon before the wedding. So it really wasn't related at all. It just happened to be about three weeks apart from each other. And it was beautiful. We went for 11 days. We stayed in Paris for a few days and we rented a car and went to central France, the Loire Valley. And we stayed, um, we went to a bunch of wineries and castles and we stayed in beautiful little airbnbs and it was very romantic and beautiful we could not have asked for better weather i think we got one day of rain in paris and it was warm it wasn't a cold day of rain and otherwise it was sunny and beautiful and perfect and i miss it already our next trip i think we're trying to get to the uk next year i'm hoping for my birthday my birthday is in june so hopefully around this time of year next year we will be able to Hop over to the UK. Oh, speaking of the UK, that's another thing I did not put in my show notes, but another exciting thing that happened in my life. On St. Patrick's Day, my Irish citizenship was approved. So I am officially a dual citizen of the United States and Ireland. I'm very excited. I just got all the paperwork in the mail a couple of days ago, and now I can apply for a passport. And now when I fly in Europe, I can go through the shorter line because I will have an EU passport. My dad was born, okay, let's back up. Grandparents were both born in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Grandpa was in the Royal Air Force and dad was actually born in West Germany, which is a country that doesn't exist anymore, which is funny because my birth certificate, it says dad's birthplace is West Germany and that is not a country anymore weird. Anyway, so dad was born on an English Air Force base in West Germany. So dad actually had English citizenship. So I could have gotten a UK, I could have gotten UK citizenship or Irish citizenship. No offense to anybody that listens that lives in England or Scotland or Northern Ireland. Nothing wrong with the UK. I love the UK. I would have actually gone for that passport or that citizenship. However, because of Brexit, they're no longer a part of the EU, which means I can't live or work anywhere except for those three countries. Whereas Ireland is still part of the EU. If you don't know what that is, it's the European Union. And the EU, I if you have an EU passport, I could live and work in any of the countries that are also in there. So I could go to Spain or Greece or Italy or wherever I want, basically, if I wanted to. So I just felt that a EU passport was a little bit more mm, worth a little bit more, more of a treasure, I guess. So that is the reason I went for the Irish citizenship instead of the UK citizenship. But also Ireland has uh, like a reciprocity with the UK. So I can also still live and work in the UK if I want to as well. It's great. Not sure I ever would but you never know what happens in this country. If I need to make a quick escape, <laughs> I have a place to go with no house or friends or job. But it is soil that is not American. 
So anyway, so that was an exciting thing and very weird that my citizenship came through actually on St. Patrick's Day. But yeah, things have been wild. My studio is doing good. It's been a little strange. I'm sure a lot of you have felt the same thing. There's a little bit of a downturn in the economy because inflation is high and interest rates are high and the recession is looming. I'm not going to get too much into this adult talk. But because of that, my you know, I'm an esthetician and I work in a private studio and my business is a luxury for most people. And so I've been getting so many last minute cancellations. Luckily, my clients are awesome, mostly 99%. And I haven't really had any no shows, which I know a lot of my friends that do hair have been dealing with a lot, which bums me out so much. If you have a service booked, hair, nails, a facial, something that is a personal service given to you by a human that works for themselves, please do not no-show. If you no-show, so let's say you have booked a hair appointment for highlights and a cut and a this and a that and your appointment's three hours, right? And it's a Saturday for a hairstylist. Most hairstylists, the only weekend day they work is Saturday. And that's like prime time for people to book because most people have nine to five jobs on weekdays. So those spots are really hard to come by. So if you no-show your stylist at noon on a Saturday, then that's there's no time for her to fill that space. That's three hours she's sitting around doing nothing when she could be making money. So not only is she wasting her current time, but you've also lost her that money that she could have potentially filled that space. So say two days before you're like, "Mm, I don't really want to go or I can't or whatever. Just text your stylist and be like, hey, I can't make it. And then that gives her two full days to be able to fill that spot. But no showing is really lame. Like I said, I'm really lucky. It doesn't happen often. It has happened. Um, Sometimes it's just a mix-up. Sometimes I never hear from them again. It's really sucky. But even last-minute cancellations, like if you cancel on a personal service with less than 48 hours, that's still pretty sucky, and it's still pretty hard to fill those spaces. So please be aware of people that own small businesses that work for themselves, especially when it comes to personal services, because to you it might feel like you're just canceling a service and nothing's lost, but to the person performing the service, it's lost time and lost money. So (laughs) there's my soapbox. But anyways, yeah, things have been a little bit slower, but also that is allowing me to do more podcasts because I'm not in the studio as much. Of course, right after I buy my house, the economy takes a dip. But what do you do? It's life. It happens. Oh, the other thing you can do is become a supporter. I'm not sure exactly how it works through Spotify, but it's basically like a donation based. Like if you want to give me like a buck a month or five bucks a month or whatever, it just helps incentivize me to be able to make these podcasts. Because like I said, I don't make any money off of this. I just do them because I like them. So if you like listening and you'd like to just like give a little donation as like a thanks for making this content for me to listen to, you can become a supporter. Uh, I used to do it through Anchor, but I know that Spotify has kept it going. I'm, I think if you just open the Spotify page, there's a button on there on how to do it. I might be a little more better researched the next time I make a podcast, and I will actually let you know how to do it. But if you would like to become a supporter, I would love that. Um, I give my supporters shout-outs for sure. Kevin, right now, is my only supporter. He came back. Thank you, Kevin. He came back after I um, announced that I was coming back. He's my only supporter that has come back so far. So I would be very happy to have more support, but you know, times are tough. So 
do what you can. So usually uh, at this point in the podcast, I would give you stories and questions in relation to my podcast topic, but because I didn't have a topic today, I do not have questions or stories. So um, you know what? I just remembered that I did actually make a post like, hey, if you have any random questions, and then I totally forgot to compile them. So sorry if you submitted to that, but this podcast is already decent length, so I think we're good. But if you all remember from my previous podcast, I used to do every other week, I would do Cherry's Confessionals and I would do a book club review. So because I haven't done this in a while, I do not have any confessionals compiled. So one thing I will ask if anybody has a confessional, if you're new listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, I ask for confessionals because I think it's just kind of a fun way to wrap up the podcast. Um, it can be anything. It can be a deep, dark secret. You could have murdered someone. Maybe not that. <laughs> you could have, um, I don't know, like shot your dad with a BB gun in the butt when you were five and you've always wanted to tell someone. I don't even, that was the most random thing I could possibly think of. I don't think there's anybody that's ever done that. Something maybe you did when you were younger that you regret or um, something you did in a relationship you'd want to confess to. Just like anything you want to confess to, it can be funny, it can be dark, it can be whatever. You can totally submit anonymously. So you can text me, you can email me. Um, text will be anonymous because it's just a text. You can text me 818-640-7188. Um, you can also submit it with your name attached, but request that I read it anonymously as well. And I'm happy to do that. Same thing. If you ever submit questions or stories for future podcasts and you would like to remain anonymous and you're, you know, maybe submitting through Facebook or something where your name is attached, just let me know you want to be anonymous. And I'm, you know, I'm never trying to, to call anyone out on, on anything. I'm happy to keep you anonymous. If you do not specify you want to be anonymous, though, your name is going to be attached. Or uh, if you do it through Instagram, it'll be your, like, at whatever your handle. So just so, so you all know, make sure that you request to be anonymous or you're going to be put on blast to my five listeners. Actually, you know what? I have good listenership on this podcast. I was actually looking and I was still, even after not making a podcast in over a year, I was still getting like hundreds of listens a week, which is crazy to me. So thank you for those of you stragglers that held on the hope. I still get messages. Is your podcast coming back? And look at me. Here I am. I'm back ready for action. So anyways, so please submit your confessionals if you would like to. They're very fun to get. They're very fun to read. And I've had some really juicy ones. Um, but because I do not have a confessional this week, I have decided it is book club week. So the other thing I have decided, I used to do my book club and my confessionals at the beginning of the podcast, but I'm going to start doing them at the end because I feel like not everyone wants to listen to them. So if you like just came for the meet and you don't want to listen to the, the extra bonus content, like if you hate reading and you think every book should be burned, well, then you should be burned instead because books are amazing. But, you know, not everyone likes to read and not everyone gives a crap about a book review. So um, if you don't want to listen to my book club pick, then they will now be at the end of the podcast. Or if I do a really scandalous confessional and you are like, oh my God, my virginal ears cannot handle this confessional, those will also be at the end. So today I am reviewing a book. I'm actually kind of reviewing a series because I think it's dumb to review multiple books in one series. 
This was actually suggested to me by someone that follows me. I cannot for the life of me remember if it was on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. I'm very often I put out posts like, hey, what's your favorite book? Give me book recommendations because I'm a freaking nerd and I love to read. I have an entire shelf, a long bookshelf in my house that is just books I have not read yet. I've purchased them. I have them. I haven't had a chance to read them because I get recommendations and I'm like, ooh, that looks good. And then I buy it, but then I've got like four books to read before I can get to it. I also have a Kindle full of books I haven't read. But anyways, I will get to them. So the book today that I am reviewing is called Just One Damned Thing After Another by Jody Taylor. The series is called The Chronicles of St. Mary's. I believe there are 10 books in the series. I got recommended the first book and I loved it so much that I actually went back and bought the entire series. I think I am on book seven right now. So I haven't read all of them in a row. I think I read like three in a row and I got really excited and I was like, okay, I need to change a pace because I get burnt out a little bit on series. So I kind of go back and forth between a new book and then a back to a St. Mary's book. But basically the premise is it's this kind of futuristic world where this woman is a historian and she works for a company that time travels and they time travel just to record history. So to see how historical things actually happen. So they're not messing with history. They're just observing and things always go wrong. And it's, um, there's a love story. It gets pretty brutal. It's pretty graphic. Uh, not the love story, but like the travel stuff, like there's some deaths and some battles. And like, if you like history, you will love these books. The The gal that writes them, Jodi Taylor, I don't know. I haven't looked up her bio, but she feels like she is some sort of historian or she does really good research because every place they go is so historically accurate. And she talks about what it smells like and what it feels like and what they're wearing. And like they go back to meet Mary, Queen of Scots, and it gives all the details about her and her court. And they go to the Battle of Agincourt and they go to um, Pompeii and they go to, I mean, there's so many. In each book, they go to several places. There's usually like one or two main places they go, but then they kind of jump to other little things in between. There's a little one about Jack the Ripper and it's through all history. They go back to dinosaurs. They go back to cavemen. Like it's jumps all over. So it's really, really interesting if you like history, but also it's fiction. So even if you know nothing about history and you don't care, it's still a really good fiction read. It's very exciting. It's very fast paced. There's lots of action. And it's also very funny. It's written very dryly. I think that she is British. So it's, you know, if you like British humor, you will enjoy these books. At the very least, give just one damn thing after another a chance. It's the first one. If you don't like it, it's not, they're not super, super long. So they're pretty easy reads. So anyways, that is my first podcast back. I'm so excited. Thank you guys for whoever is out there for listening, for continuing to listen, for listening again. For anyone that's listening for the first time, I really appreciate it. Be sure to follow my socials so that you know when I am taking submissions for questions and stories for future podcasts. I'm at the Cherry Doll Face on all networks. Also, the only Cherry Doll Face at gmail.com is my email. And um, I think that's it for this week. If you have any ideas for future podcasts too, please, please submit. I have a little list here, but I'm always happy to take ideas for the future because I'm hoping to do this for a long, long time. 
So for now, don't be an asshole. And until next time, here's me waving like a maniac. <laughs>